0: Press oh max pressel max insincere laugh like i don't know why i
1: started that way but
2: <laughs> cackle, which
0: cackle. <laughs> i can't cackle like a witch it's just disrespectful to witches quite frankly
1: i am um, exclusively cackle like a witch i'm sure you'd both agree <laughs> my laugh basically as a cackle
0: <laughs> i do sometimes have a bit of an evil laugh i think but do you ever do you ever laugh so much that you can't actually make a sound like it's more like a <sighs>
1: sound <laughs> <laughs> no that sounds terrifying
0: yeah that happens to me like i've laughed so much right to the point where i thought i was going to die because i couldn't breathe
1: that's how bad it got have you ever done that yeah. no I've, yeah. ne- I've never experienced that horrible turmoil
0: i mean it's fun but both terrifying at the same time <laughs> especially when i've had like um a lot of scuffed cookies and the slightest little thing would just set me off and then I just wouldn't be able to stop. And I'm like, I can't actually stop laughing now. This is really bad. Like, tiny little things. Like, I know this isn't really to do with witches unless witches are turning things into tiny things. But, like, it was, like, at Christmas and I was really high and there was a a little toy, like, ambulance thing and it was being driven about. David's, like, it was being controlled around David's bedroom floor and I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. It did a little (laughs) siren and everything.
2: I mean, so
1: that could tackle. be a form of witchcraft. Really, witchcraft is communing with nature. Ergo, well, not... you were communing with nature, so technically <laughs> you were practising witchcraft. Yeah. I don't know why I'm I just like... stuck an ergo randomly in the middle of that ergo. sentence where it doesn't go. vampire?
2: What? I said, would you rather be a witch or a vampire? I've uh, been thinking about I'd that a lot
1: a since last week. <laughs> really? Yeah,
2: Depends. I think I like, I like the immortality
0: of vampirism, but then I also like the magic of witches. So that's exactly
1: what I was going to say. I think like if you could be a witch who was immortal, which is obviously in like some sort of witch mythology, if you could like become one with nature to the point that you were lived forever, then witch. But I'd probably still pick vampire because really I just want to live forever.
0: Yeah, but you can only live at night. Oh, and not all vampires just live at night, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it could be Blade.
0: Or like casting. <laughs> I'd make you. a really
1: good blade.
0: Like you could wander around with an umbrella. Um, yeah. just true. As long as you block out the sun, the sun light's not touching you. But then some vampires, you, as soon as daylight hits, you're basically unconscious. So I men can be witches it. as well. I suppose their name is warlocks. Oh, that's I'm going to talk about. It. Oh, now. brilliant! Right. Well, I what I was going to talk about is sort of where did it start? What? Mm-hmm. i mean exclusively. I'm talking about. Um, England and the UK sort of well England basically and Scotland I suppose but how did it come to the point where it ended up like persecuting witches like where did it come from which I find really interesting because obviously there was witches before Christ- there was, well, obviously, but there was witches before Christianity. Yeah. But It was mostly Christianity that started the persecution of witches. So I was going to look at, I found an article on English heritage, which was about a journey and it's called the journey into witchcraft beliefs. And it's saying like, where does the sort of, where did witches come from basically? And there was a woman called Diane Perkis and she re- was writing about this. And she said, if you look at the pre-Christian world to the burial mounds of the English landscape where and, and sort of pagan sort of pre very like just about before the Christian times, like pagans were converted to Christianity in England, they saw like sort of old burial mounds as like the underworld and where the fae, the fae lived, like the fairies and fae folk, hobgoblins goblins and stuff like that. Whereas when they started converting to Christianity that they then turned into sort of demons, like they do. They always turn like nice things like into demonic things and bad things.
1: Yeah, I think most Just of the nice tractors yeah. we look that like end yeah. up being described as evil by the truth.
0: So they're not a Christian invention, obviously, but there's something that Christians took from pagans that was sort of benevolent, not evil for, per se, but then turned it into something satanic. There's a story in Homer's Odyssey, which was 800 BC and, and in Greek times, and she was called Circe, or Circe, so I think Circe. And she turns men into animals. Oh. But she was, I think she was like related to one of the Titans in Greek mythology, or one of the gods anyway. And she's described as a witch. Plutarch refers to witchcraft in his treatise on superstition. And, and he, he said, yeah. <laughs> And he said that illicit magic featured heavily in Roman law statutes and some of which were passed down to the Christian world eventually because that's where sort of like a lot of the Christian rules or whatever or myths came from was from Roman transitioning from Roman paganism to like Roman Catholic. You see what I mean? Yeah. They've said that many of the early laws were laws against sorcery. So not quite witchcraft, but uh, against sorcery. Which could be beneficial, and also required special tools and word. Um Archaeologists found hundreds of ancient Greek curse tablets, which the Greeks called katares, which were curses that bind tight. And they appear to have invented them with a great number focusing on sporting competitions or legal contests. And the inscribed tablets were left in graves, wells, or fountains where the dead could better work their magic. So that was the type of witchcraft, which was or magic or sorcery back in the ancient times. Now. The figure of the witch, where most people, when you think of witches, like, you know, when your little kids dress up as a witch, you're sort of, you've got your classic long sort of warty nose and like an old hag with the green hair and stuff like that. What I found out from this article, which I thought was really interesting, was that there was a figure called, uh, per- Percha or Bifuna. She was a figure peculiar to the Western Alps and she was the female embodiment of winter. She was, she punished social disobedience and rewarded goodness she was always portrayed as an old hag because she represented cold and winter which is similar to hecate which is, who is basically one of the original titans in greek mythology and she was one of the only titans that zeus allowed to live and she became sort of like the associate with witches as well and women and, and healing and she was also like three depicted as three women three figures and and she one of which was an old hag which represented the same I as like this that. woman, and it. in this article it says it didn't take long for intellectuals to note her resemblance to the witches with whom they were familiar with classical literature, like the classic witch. I mean, there's a picture of her here and she's does look. she got a pointy nose and she looks like an old hag, but she's actually a nice woman and she punishes people for being basically bad. <laughs> like yeah. was it? Social disobedience? I don't really know what that, that is. Is that like, like a... Culture? I don't know.
1: Like, interesting because, yeah, like when you think of the witch as an old hag it's a negative thing but i suppose Mm. back before the patriarchy took over yeah um like the most revered people were like older women because they were the wisest so i suppose being an old woman would be a positive thing whereas now it's like if you're not a man or someone there to pleasure a man then you're a monster
0: (laughs) maybe yeah (laughs) but then men were considered witches as well so they um so because they were she said in this article that the witches they don't necessarily have to be female and she said that they don't necessarily have to have a hat and a broomstick but she does have to be married lopsided and she has to be like dead hard and fertile and she has to hate the dead hate the living, which the witches hate, as they do. There is no particular moment when this popular idea is formulated, so that's when it started turning into sort of like negative, like witches. That, for some reason, but nobody really knows when that exactly turned to like yeah, she's a nice woman. To, to go from like yeah,
1: you go to her to, for healing to like you go hmm. to her for healing, but also she hates the living. Like, well, <laughs> why why she want to heal people then? Like. <laughs>
0: And then they said that why did it sort of like when did witchcraft come to mean to early Christians in Britain? And they've said that that's when they mentioned like the old burial mounds that used to be there, still there. And it says that like back in the early Christian days, like girls in the village would whisper rumours about them because they don't actually know why they were there. They're not historians. They didn't have the power of the internet. So they just came up with stories of their own, which was mixed with the, the sort of idea that it was where the elves lived. But then they sort of started making up stories about how it's like magical and that if you go to certain places at midnight on Al Hal's eve you can see the dead rise and ride along the road to the market cross uh they can't pass the cross and they stop there so they said it was unlucky to see them but if you catch the eye of one of the riders you might be able to win supernatural powers of healing and prophecy that will make your fortune so these were just like you know teenage girls that were just like making up stories like you know you would at sleepovers and stuff yeah. <laughs> except back then they would just be hanging about old burial mounds and making up stories like that saying oh well if you, you might see a, a hot guy on a horse and he will grant you powers of magic and stuff <laughs> when the vicar in the village hears that kind of thing or the local sort of religious minister or priest then they would then say, well, you can't say that because they're from pagan times or whatever, they'll be condemned to hell, and the, the, they'll switch it around and make it a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, they'll take, take something that's awesome, like, oh, they'll give you magical powers and stuff, and then say, well, actually, they're demons and they're wreathed in flames and their saddles are made from red-hot iron, and if you get any powers from the rider, it's the power of hell and devils, not elves. And now you're <laughs> evil as well, because you've got yeah yeah so that's sort of where it all started, with that kind of thing, but also tends to be like people think i' don't know whether people think that it was a, like the Spanish Inquisition or the Catholics that persecuted witches more, but it was actually Protestants <laughs> that were the worst, they were the baddies, they were the ones that killed more witches than the Catholics. Catholics just believed witches were just a superstitious matter. They didn't see it. They were more concentrating on heresy and punishing heresy, so they would burn people at the stake for heresy, rather than witchcraft, whereas Protestants tended to hang women. They didn't burn them at the stake. I they suppose, well, them. like,
1: Catholics, like, quite a lot of the beatified female saints that are, like, really ancient, would technically have been witches, because they were, like, the mm. wise women that you went for yeah. healing too. so it
0: is weird isn't it that they sort of revere saints and like the virgin mary have magical powers and various different saints like well, whatever saints we can we think of oh, i don't really know oh, maybe you're more of an expert no
2: joan of arc was a witch as well yeah
0: well, yeah, joan of arc yeah was a witch. it was english, english that burnt her as a yeah. witch just to make yep. a point but Saint, a heresy um, bridget
1: spoke to her. was like brig the like celtic goddess so technically like witches in ireland would have had brig in their homes as like a kind of representation of the female divine like the three witches Mm -hmm. that you're talking about that are all the one being and then as time went on in the catholic church like beatified her and made her a saint (laughs) Yes, right
2: <laughs> basically
0: and then <laughs> she goes <laughs> she goes on to talk about how familiars came came about like the uh, the concept of familiars yeah. which are a persistent image today what people think of witches especially black cats which is a shame because that's one of the reasons that superstition still plays in people's minds A consequence of that is that a lot of black cats tend to get ignored and or let, they don't get adopted because they're seen as superstitious yeah. or Evil and that. I saw my friend Nicola, who was who I interviewed, you know, that lives in Melbourne. She specifically yeah. went and adopted a black cat, and
2: it's oh, so sweet. My wee cat was black. Really. Oh, Luna she was, was cat. Yeah, she was beautiful. black. Yeah, she's beautiful. Where did you get Luna? I uh, rescued actually. See, she's there you go. Old, And she was so skinny, and she was like, she went through some sort of abuse.
0: Yeah, because people don't like black cats. They think they're witches or familiars, and I'd say that you're a nice witch. Yeah, for adopting. Yeah. The black cat. <laughs> she was your cat. familiar. And you called her Luna, which is associated with the moon and Hecate and very witchy name. to yeah. Give cat. She picked so, me. I didn't pick her. Well, well there you are. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but witches familiars were usually smaller animals and sometimes tiny is a housefly. And the witch fed the familiar. And in return, it might grudgingly act out her commands. It was, in fact, a kind of fairy known as the brown ear hob which we spoke about in an earlier podcast so again it sort of goes back to pagan times where the fae or the fairies particularly in, in england and scotland's apology that these animals were actually like fairies or goblins so if you fed them gave them cream or something like that or offerings then they would reward you in turn and they could be put to work or ruin the work of other like farms or householders and they can all the familiars are also related to north's mythology um called phy phyla oh phygia or fetch so i'm trying to make fetch happen (laughs) (laughs) well listen it is fetch happens back in the north times (laughs) <laughs> that's cool. so a, a fetch was a person's double which can also shift to animal form it's associated oh. with a person's luck or fortune And to the learned in the 17th century, however, the familiar was just simply a devil. I mean, they've got no imagination, these people. (laughs) They're mentioned in the 1566 Chelmford Witchcraft Trial, where the familiar in question resembles a human being. The idea that you can separate out part of yourself, which I thought was weird, a part that may look exactly like you and send it to work on your will and the bodies of others, is central to the idea of witchcraft. I mean, I'd love to be able to do that. You know, back when I was working in the office, if I could just... You know, turn myself into two people and send my double or my familiar to work and then I can just chill at home. Be fucking amazing. brilliant.
2: That should be fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, wouldn't it? You could just go about your day and have, have great fun times, like good old fashioned Shout. fun. And then, so it says here, whenever they're, whatever their origin, familiars come from the popular underworld idea of tales and in places in England you can almost feel it beneath the soil, the way of the pattern. Also, what she goes on to say is the witch's mark, which I thought initially was the mark that people would look for to identify a witch, but it's not. It's basically what people would do to try and defend themselves from witches. and oh. One of which is they would etch on the side of their house a big spiral circle, like a series of circles. So a bit like when you cut down a tree and you see all the, the rings. It's yeah. a bit like that. And the reason that they said that that would work is that it would confuse the witch and she would be lost in sort of the vortex of the
2: rings (laughs) and escape. That totally makes sense.
1: (laughs) I like the idea that you would like go out in the morning and rather than having like pigeons or whatever about, there'd just be a whole bunch of really intelligent women standing (laughs) at your house going like, ooh, like shoe witches.
0: And number one of the rules was uh, if you suspected that one of your neighbours is a witch, don't ever let her have the last word in a conversation, be- and anything she says must be thrown back at her before it infects you. And that don't-
2: sounds like women manipulation again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut, up. yeah shut up.
0: <laughs> and don't let her give you anything, especially anything connected with food, and it's extra, especially food itself. Don't ever let her cross your, uh, cross your threshold. And also, the witch marks on your house, they marked ancient boundary spells. One of the most common was an interwoven initial M for the Virgin Mary, which still persists, apparently, long after Catholicism was forbidden, and another in the spiral, which the Roman entity would get lost. So that's another thing that they is used that to do not, back then.
2: <laughs> is that not still using magic? So they're against magic, no, they're think, magic Yeah. Against so they should be burnt as well then. Never I suppose. <laughs> All of
0: it. Well, the, the, the Salem Witch Trials is really interesting because I looked into the witch finder General guy. Turns out he was a big fucking fraud and he had no authority or whatever. He just took it upon himself to scam people into giving him money in order to basically prove that someone they had a grudge against was a witch. And a lot of his ideas, he's the one that came up with the idea of pricking women with needles to find the devil's mark. Because his logic was, well, the devil protects his minions. So um, if you prick them, they won't hurt. They won't feel pain because he'll protect them. Um, but a lot of the times, um, the reason why he was a fucking charlatan is because he would have like retractable knives and retractable pins. So it looked like it was going inside the witch, but the women, but it wasn't. <laughs> and that's how he just fooled people and he believed in that pish. I don't actually think a lot of the women who were persecuted by him um, and he killed up to, I think he was responsible for up to 600 women, men being killed as witches because it was basically, I think the, the people who, who got him in, I think it started off as like, you know, oh, I fucking hate Margaret over there. She's a fucking wit- witch or bitch or whatever. She, like, looked at me the wrong way or she, I just don't like her. Um, and then this guy comes along and, and he's like, well, I can prove that she is a witch. And you're like, I know she isn't, but yeah, sound, here's some money. <laughs> he just went on yeah. and a lot of people think that king james the 6 of scotland and king james the First of england was he was obsessed with witches but actually it was um at the end of the elizabethan reign that Hat was responsible for the death of most witches it was pre King James VI, um, particularly in Scotland as well, which we'll go on to later. Um, but he he was, like, scared of being killed in, like, a violent way, and he wrote a book called Demonology, and he, he professed that himself. Was it, like, an expert? And in a lot of the Witchfinder General's bullshit, that influenced the people who ended up moving to America, and then they took his sort of methods of discovering witches and stuff and then applied that to the Salem women. And men made it so much worse. Said,
2: like, yeah. Wow. Lot of lovely things over history, isn't there? Yeah. I nice.
0: Yeah. I uh, found a picture here of Matthew, Matthew Hopkins, who that was the name of the witchfinder general, Arthur. And it's a picture of him, and there's two women sat on chairs, and he's telling them to name their familiars. And one of them's called Mazor One of them's called Pie Wacket, which I'm sure was in mm-hmm. a film, *Bell, Book and Candle*. And uh, one of them's called Jermara, which looks like a, a sheep or a goat. <laughs> there's a rabbit called Soak Sugar.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, and Sugar. Yeah. And there's a little ferret thing called Nuez. And there's Peck in the Crown and Grizel Greedy Gut. But my favourite of all, and I don't know what the fuck this is supposed to be, it's like a long dog-looking thing with a curly tail and horns. And it's called Vinegar Tom. <laughs> Vinegar Tom. Good name. <laughs> <laughs> he picked out random words and just stuck them together. Yeah, because he put them under torture, so they would obviously just go and say anything.
1: If I ever get a horned sausage dog, I'm going to call it Vinegar Tom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a lot of like villagers would basically band together or write in complaints and things, and and that's how they would. This guy would just swoop in and take. Like I think he made like fifteen hundred pounds, which is a lot of money back then per person. So there was 30,000 to 60,000 people who were executed for witchcraft in the early modern era. Like, up until, I think, the last witch persecuted or killed for witchcraft was, like, in 1720-something. Is that? Or, but you can't really, I mean, unless you count, like, Helen. She was uh, a a Scottish woman in the 1940s, and she was the last woman actually to be convicted of witchcraft in the court. How did they
2: do that? Like, that's not, like... Is it still nice to be the witch or something? No,
0: because she was basically saying things to people. Like, she was a seer. She had the second sight, and she would predict things like, oh, this ship's going to sink or something's going to happen or this place is going to get bombed. I think she could see things that then eventually happened, so they were worried that she was, like, a spy or something like that, but the only way that they could stop her was to convict her of witchcraft. That was the only thing they could find in the law. (laughs) Because they had no proof she was a spy, law. so they just called her a witch and put her in jail.
2: It's weird, because like, in this day and age, all you'd have to do is like call her a terrorist or something, and that's it. Well, then, but, yeah, like, I suppose but... that's equivalent, isn't it, uh-huh. these days? It's mad that it was even still in the law. Like, You know, you get these really old laws that have just never been changed. Like, yeah. That was like there to let them do yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's still laws like a Scotsman can. Basically, if a Scots person walks into the city of York any citizen of York has a right to shoot that person with a bone arrow.
1: arrow. I <laughs> mean, that seems perfectly reasonable.
0: <laughs> that's because William Wallace sacked York, <laughs> and that's when they put in that law, and it's still there. Still
2: there, nobody's thought to remove it.
0: Uh, so it. there's there's a lot of misconceptions about witchcraft, which I'm going to go into like the sort of like myths that are debunked now. So again, there's a lot of things like witches were generally burned at the stake, but not in English-speaking countries. Witchcraft was a felony in both England and its American colonies, and therefore witches were hanged, not burnt. However, witches' bodies were burned in Scotland, but they were strangled to death first. Apart from poor Janet Douglas, who was burnt alive, because her nephew was a prick and made her <laughs> son what? Um, <laughs> Nine million witches died in the years of the witch persecutions. That's not correct. Around 30,000 to 60,000 people were executed in the whole of the main year witchcraft persecutions from 1427 to 1427 to 36, witch hunts in Savoy in the Western Arms to so the execution of Anna Goldie in the Swiss canton. Oh, 1782. So I was wrong. It was actually later. That's quite... That's crazy to me. 1782, she was executed for being a witch. I would have thought that they would have been a bit more enlightened. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. People aren't uh,
2: enlightened today, so...
0: That's okay. uh, Number three was once accused, a witch had no chance of proving her innocence, so... I thought that, like, that no witch would be able to survive being accused. But it says only 25% of those tried across the period in England were found guilty and executed. I think in Scotland it's a bit different because we're... Like, they were staunch Protestants, so they probably killed a lot more witches as a result of that. (laughs) And millions of innocent people were rounded up on suspicion of witchcraft. The total number of people tried for witchcraft in England throughout the period of persecution was no more than 2,000. Most judges and jurymen were highly sceptical about the existence of magical powers, seeing the whole thing as a huge contract by fraudsters, such as Arthur, the Witchfinder General. Many others knew that old women could be persecuted by their neighbours for no reason other than they weren't very attractive... (laughs) (laughs) you're ugly burn the witch (laughs) and then it goes on about the spanish inquisition and the catholic church instigated the witch trials but they didn't the roman catholic lutheran calvinist and anglican churches they all persecuted witches to some degree eastern christian or orthodox churches carried out almost no witch hunting so you're talking about like russia in england scotland scandinavia and geneva witch trials were carried out by protestant states Fucking proddy bastards.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> orange bastards. Oh
1: my god. The I Spanish. Mean, you're, <laughs> you're, you're you're the one that's allowed to say that out of his so. I can, you go.
0: Yeah. The, well, yeah. I mean, my dad used to regularly take me to orange marches and. <laughs> yeah, Congratulations. <laughs> didn't know you went to
2: an orange walk. God, see. Oh, my
0: dad's a, pro, a staunch I proddy mean, Yeah. He would take me to orange marches all you? the time. Oh all god. the time, like the marching season. And I used to just love, like, watching the, the drums and stuff. Like, I loved the drummers and the guy that threw up the big mace. But it wasn't until I was older that I realised how fucking big a band to do was. And it's fucking
2: stupid. I still, still lived in Glasgow. There was this bit that was, like, behind my house where they would all, like, the band would practice there, like, every weekend. Oh, really? I fucking hated them. I know there every- was an
0: orange lodge at the Murray because I remember watching them start from there.
1: I, obviously, as we lived, like, well, not exactly the same time, but we lived relatively close to each other in the flat you're talking yeah. about. So, yeah, I also stayed around the corner yeah. from where they used to practice. Mm. And they did my nut in when I stayed with my parents as well, because, <laughs> yeah, I'd effectively think, like, you'd be hung over on a Sunday morning oh. and they'd come marching down the street screaming and shouting. I'd be like, yeah, I know you want my mum dead. <laughs> that's lovely (laughs) thanks for banging a drum outside my house about it like cheers that's a nice message because
0: like when i got the 18 bus to art school or to college and stuff like it would go through bridgeton and that's where all the sort of like it's mostly like there's an orange lodge there um and they would always put out like in marching season which is like july it's like the battle of the boyne happened around about then so that's when they all go out banging their stupid drums um and they always had like all the British flag bunting out and stuff like that all over like the houses and then I would, it would slow me right down because they would march obviously through the street of Bridgeton and the bus would, would couldn't get past them I had to slow down and I would be late to college or art school and I'd be like for fuck's sake just get out of the road believe <laughs> 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 it's ridiculous I like Why that we've march? gone
1: off on a massive tangent about <laughs> how much we don't like orange <laughs> walks <laughs> there's
2: no that. place for it I, know, I don't understand how they're still allowed like they're disgustingly racist and no, concerned. I find
1: it really weird. Like I think if I grouped a bunch of whatever the hell I am together, like I feel like whenever I read about witchcraft, I'm like I'm a witch, so Catholic witches together, and then yeah, no offense because I wouldn't actually do this, but we <laughs> went down the street banging big drums and going, "We, hey Muslims, kill them all." Well, <laughs> Here is a song about a legendary folk hero that killed a Muslim. I'd get arrested quite rightly because that's insane.
0: So. But for some reason, it's okay for. Fat fucks and orange sashes <laughs> to
1: wander down the street. And sing about how much they hate Catholics yeah. and how yeah, they like I, a I, deranged yeah. lunatic that wrongfully yeah, sees the throne of a country.
0: I remember watching, they would carry big banners and stuff, and there was one yeah. where it was, and it really captured my imagination. There was like one of a woman who was burnt, burning. She was tied to a stake and she was burnt. And I was like, "What is this? Is this some sort of Protestant martyr? I don't get it." But then she could have been, because then Queen Mary did—like a lot of Protestants did—get burnt at the stake, I suppose, for being Protestants and not Catholic. Anyway, that's the
1: weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're the woman on the Protestant flag, write in and let us know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was there the any irony of that, because it was a Protest that basically persecuted and hung women for yeah. being witches or and men? I, guess.
1: I think that's yeah. the other thing that annoys me about the Orange Walk because it's all very like people have to understand what it's like to be persecuted, and as you said, they're big fat white Protestant men, and it's like <laughs> hey, you've you've never been persecuted, pal. Like your entire history is of you not being persecuted. I mean, Maybe the royal family thinking.
0: are literally like Protestants, and they were for a while. It was like illegal for any member of the royal family to marry a Catholic. So, and it's still the case, I think. I don't know if they've actually. I don't think it's that. illegal
1: anymore, but it's like massively frowned upon for yeah. a member of the royal family to marry anyone that doesn't identify as uh, Church of England. I
0: look what happened to Diana. I mean, she went out with a Muslim and ended up dead. Mm-hmm. God, but she has a brown think, baby. Can,
1: gosh, that's maybe a secret. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> were you involved, yeah, Jazz?
0: I don't know what's going <laughs> here. Right?
1: You were such a wicked child. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: And then. There's another one that says King James I was terrified of witches and responsible for their hunting and execution. You may disagree with me on this, Mark, but said that more accused witches were executed in the last decade of Elizabeth I's reign than under her successor, James I. The first Witchcraft Act was passed under Henry VIII in 1542. I mean, he accused his own wife of being a witch, I suppose, just so he could marry a blonde bint so she, he could get a son because she had a daughter or whatever so then he accused her of incest with her brother and being a witch in fact he accused her of bewitching him into marrying her <laughs> in which a deal was made with the devil or summoning spirits of a capital crime the 1604 witchcraft act under james could be described as a reversion to that state's quo rather than an innovation in scotland where he had ruled as james the sixth since 1587 james had personally intervened oh there you go in the 1519 trial the north Berwick witches who were accused of attempting to kill him he wrote the treaty maybe he's just saying that to try
1: and i feel like you should skim by this bit and come back to it at the the end of my yeah
0: okay he wrote the Treatise Demonology, which I kind of want to read, published in 1597. However, when King of England, James spent some time exposing fraudulent cases of demonic possession rather than finding and prosecuting witches. Maybe he's trying to atone for his fucking shitbaggery in Scotland then. When he went to England, he's trying to be more sophisticated or something. Yeah, because he
1: definitely wasn't being sound in Scotland. Like,
0: <laughs> Witch hunting was really women hunting, since most witches were women. In England, the majority of those accused were women. In other countries, including some of the Scandinavian countries, men were in a slight majority. Even in England, the idea of a male witch was perfectly feasible. Across Europe, in the years of witch persecution, around 6,000 men, 10 to 15% of the total, were executed for witchcraft. In England, most of the accusers and those making written complaints against witches were women. Ooh, there you go. It's women against women here. That, that
2: just, you know. I mean, you think
0: about it. The Salem witch trials were stupid little girls. Accusing other people of being witches.
2: Women are bitches.
0: Yeah, and we still do it to each other
2: to this day. Women take other women down. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we are still a bit, a bit like that. Yeah, unfortunately. And finally witches were really goddess wor- worshipping herbalist midwives oh so, well this is apparently a myth so she said nobody was goddess worshipping during the period of witch hunts or if they were they had left no trace in the historical records despite the beliefs of lawyers historians and politicians such as carl ernst jark Franz joseph mon jules michelet margaret murray and Heinrich himmler <laughs> there was no real pagan witch- witchcraft There was some residual paganism in very few trials. The idea that those accused of witchcraft were midwives or herbalists, and especially that they were midwives possessed of feminine expertise that threatened male authority, is a myth. Midwives were rarely accused. Instead, they were more likely to work side by side with the accusers to help them identify witch marks, grass and bastards. (laughs) These were the marks on the body believed to indicate that an individual was a witch, not to be confused with the marks scratched or carved on buildings to ward off witches. Okay, well, that's my piece. Bye! (laughs) So basically what she's saying is that it was basically women that were grassing up other women. Like, if I said to you, we lived, say like me and Yasmin were living in East Kilbride's wee village back in the 1500s, you just happened to like maybe gave me a a bad cup of tea or something and I got you or you were just like really hot and then I just like, oh she's Yeah, I've
2: got better hair day than yours. So
0: yeah. I I'd be like, oh fucking hell, she's she's my rival. I mean she's getting all these men and um I'm still a single woman. I'm gonna accuse her of being a witch because I'm fucking jealous.
2: I imagine you're just jealous of the guy I was going out with him. Yeah. Exactly. touch a witch Leslie honestly mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
1: stop accusing each other no <laughs> <laughs> be
2: she right. be a witch burn
0: her she has curly hair like Medusa <laughs> get you first
1: oh, what are you going to say about me
0: then what? I, 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 you, if you get the last word in then you're a witch Good apparently <laughs> <laughs> don't
2: you try it Hen. <laughs> oh. oh god
0: I mean Mark's just sort of peggy in the middle who doesn't know
2: what
1: to do. I just don't want you both ending up getting um, well not burned. Strangled and burned. Or burned. Yeah. I don't know why I went not, but I don't want you burned. I don't want you strangled and burned. It would just be you off. Want... Oh, nice. um, on the note of strangling and burning, so... Shall I jump in with some Scottish witch trials chat? Yeah,
0: what was it? It was the um, North
1: Berwick Witch The Quinch- North Berwick Witch Hunt. Uh, or not Witch Hunt, Witch yeah, Trials. North so, Berwick. Uh, North Berwick is one of the <laughs> most southernly points of Scotland, isn't it? Not North Berwick is up towards Edinburgh. Maybe it is. I don't know what anywhere it is. I mean, if you're next to Edinburgh, is it one of those weird places where it's like a southern point of Scotland but it's not really far south? Because you're now like, I'm actually one of the Somewhere furthest southern points of it. Scotland. And if you look at the map, like, scotland goes up at a weird angle anyway oh, yeah, I'm, just a bit
0: a bit. <laughs> I'm just gonna light some incense i'm
2: not a witch yeah. uh,
1: so, sorry yes. uh,
2: it's, it's really really sick. see where edinburgh is it's like just mm-hmm. on the next, next to edinburgh
1: ah huh. that makes, makes sense because there is England. a boat in the story <laughs> the scottish witch hunts as leslie pointed out like came after most of the witch executions so they started in the 1500s up until the 1700s so Scottish the Scottish Witchcraft Act of fifteen sixty three was passed through Parliament and was signed off on by Mary Queen of Scots. So again, as Leslie pointed out, it was actually pre-James I And so in fifteen sixty three, even though this is when all the witch trials are starting to wind down, Mary Queen of Scots made it illegal to practice witchcraft or associate with witches. Now it didn't actually say like on pain of death, to be fair, so yeah, ironically made this...
0: she was herself accused of being a witch by John Knox another Protestant
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> carry on <laughs> so um, yeah she didn't say that it was like oh, pain of death but she did bring into law that it was illegal obviously this was a bit weird because it was as you say to do with the kind of idea of women worshipping Satan instead of God but it was a strange law to bring in because one there wasn't actually a lot of people who identified as pagan back then And Mm. two, paganism doesn't actually have anything to do with Satan, although I'll look back round to that. But there is no Satan in paganism, so clearly witches don't worship Satan because they don't believe in Satan.
0: Well, I think that's Um, another misogynist thing because it's like, well, women cannot have power of their own, they have to have the power of Satan to help them with their magic, like a powerful man.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evil, so consorting with the devil. yeah
1: you can't possibly worship a goddess instead of god therefore mm-hmm. you must be worshiping the devil because why would you worship a goddess so this all leads up to the north beric trials which were in 1590 so james the first who i would still insist was a dick was out <laughs> on a ship one day and it became stormy well he was out in the ship, and it became stormy he basically started freaking out and telling his crew that it <laughs> obviously must have been the work of witches and that witches somewhere on the mainland were clearly trying to destroy his boat and he believed that they might be anti-monarchy. So, And
0: didn't he believe that they travelled in the ocean in a sieve? What? That's one of his mad <laughs> theories. The witches <laughs> travelled on it in a sieve over the ocean, so he probably thought there was a woman on a sieve coming to get him. I
1: mean, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> They docked in North Berwick, because that was basically where they were next to, and james was like well clearly the witches are here now leslie's quite right technically james didn't encourage anyone to execute the witches but he did say that due to the law that it was illegal to practice witchcraft and associate with witches and especially because the women of north berwick were clearly trying to murder him and so were clearly anti-monarchy they did have to be rounded up so the trial took place over several weeks they rounded up lots of local women and quizzed them, and then they basically put several of them on trial for being witches and for trying to, like, kill the king, and they were executed. So technically he was responsible for the murders of those women based on the fact that he was absolutely mental. So yeah, take me... nine denying all responsibility. Yeah, like, you could argue whoever the historian lady was that you were reading that he didn't actually execute anyone for witchcraft but he did execute people for attempted murder of a member of the royal family okay. via witchcraft when the pool. women didn't know what the fuck he was on about because he couldn't control <laughs> the weather i would also argue that his book that you were talking about demonology makes him an even bigger dick because <laughs> yeah, you're right again he didn't he wasn't personally responsible for the deaths of these women but his book demonology which was written in 1957, so seven years after no, the Witch Trials. Not, not 19-
0: 1957. 1957.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was written last <laughs> week uh, in 1597. It was used in the cases of oh, just over 200 mostly female witches who were put to death. So part of the evidence used against just over 200 of the people killed for being witches was just basically by reading from his book and saying, well, King James said, if somebody does this, they're a witch, and this person's done that, so clearly they're a witch. witch. So So he was responsible for the deaths of about 210 people, and I think about 200-odd of them were women. So, absolute bastard. Another bastard who worked under him, (laughs) um, who also was trained by Matthew Hopkins, who you were talking about, Leslie, was a Scottish witch finder called John Kincaid. I
2: think I might have heard of him heard
1: that name before. Mm. So John Kincaid was one of these witch prickers. Um, so he spent his time looking for uh, this area that you were talking about where the witches were, like, protected from pain.
0: Yeah, or he would look for a furred nipple or something, so he's got yeah. an excuse to strip women.
1: So, yeah, if him. anyone was accused of being a witch and the accusations matched up with the information that was in Demonology then John Kincaid would be called on and he would strip the women and basically stab them with a pin. Oh. <laughs> Five of the cases that I found that he was called out for where he was called out in a case where a woman was accused of turning into a cat in front of her neighbours. So we agreed <laughs> that she not- definitely turned into a cat, but <laughs> he had come and check to see whether or not she was a witch or presumably a <laughs> weird cat. Wow. There was a case where someone had been accused of damaging a neighbor's property um, and, again, James the First being a prick. In his book, Demonology, that's one of the things that it says a witch will do. So he had to be called out to check whether there was a normal property damager or a witch. Um, he was called out to the trial of an 80-year-old woman who set fire to a neighbour's house that she disliked. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> said,
2: so just because he didn't like her. Or she yeah, didn't she like didn't her.
1: like her neighbour, so she set his house on fire. He didn't die. She did it when her neighbour was out. But yeah, she thought he was a dick, so she went and set his house on fire. So he was called out to check whether or not she was a witch. He found she was. There was also women who were accused of killing cattle with their minds. He was called to their <laughs> trials. And again, which relates again to King James's madness, possibly flying round in their selves, <laughs> Leslie, uh, he was called out to the trial of any woman in scotland who was accused of changing the weather to their advantage well,
0: the, you know, <laughs> the weather changes like constantly in scotland so like one day it will be like yes. you'll be walking about and it'll be a lovely sunny and then the next like five minutes later it's a fucking thunderstorm and then it's sunny Wh- again
1: remembering again that Wh- james the first had, like basically collapsed his knees crying because there was some rain and was like a witch is trying to kill me not that i have <laughs> a problem with witches but clearly so Again, like, much like the story of Matthew Hopkins, the last Scottish witch hunt took place in 1661, and it was led by John Kincaid, so this guy that was trained by Hopkins. 660 confessions were made by witches, who, as well as him, um, like, pricking them to check for the witches' like skin, basically, he also refused to let them sleep and made yeah. them walk continuously back and forth for days, saying, confess you're a witch, until they eventually confessed they were witches, which... Yeah, meant that he'd proved they were a witch because they admitted to it, but obviously they don't admitted to it because he was refusing to let them sleep and kept stabbing them. I mean,
0: Americans do that, don't they? And then um, terror, well, supposed yeah, terrorists. Yeah, they and he confess- Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they basically play like, they pump in like metal music, like really horrible, like death metal music or Metallica or whatever. <laughs> I'm not saying that their music's horrible, but constantly really loud so that they can't sleep to break them down. Similar? Like, yeah, sleep different. Yeah properly like mm-hmm.
1: yeah nasty Bastard. so i was going to say he gets his comeuppance he doesn't really uh, between 1563 <laughs> and 1661 it's estimated that around 2700 scottish people were executed for being witches okay. which is obviously an insanely large amount so again leslie like technically you are correct there was larger numbers pre james the first but actually based on his beliefs and his writings we still had an awful lot of mostly scottish women who were wrongfully executed i mean even if they were witches that's still not a big deal yeah but mostly women i think Mm. again of the 2,700. there's a campaign
0: there's a campaign currently going about to pardon like the witches that were executed i don't see the point of a post pardon but i suppose it's more of a symbolic thing isn't it
1: yeah, like, I see the point of a post-pardon when you've got, like, surviving family members that knew you and you've been wrongfully accused of a crime. But, yeah, I get what you mean at this point. Like, who's... Exactly. Yeah, who's that showing respect to? Like, yeah. everyone related to them's dead. Like, yeah, we're talking about people that were executed in 1661. Like,
0: Well, it was just a way of acknowledging that we were pricks back then and it, just to say, well, actually, these women weren't witches and put up a, a memorial for them. I mean, I quite
1: like that. Which one would, again, I don't think we should admit that they weren't witches. I think we should take on board that they might have been witches, but still <laughs> pardon them and put up a statue for them. So in 1662, again, much like, uh, what's his face, Hopkins, uh, Kincaid was arrested himself and he was put Good. on trial because, as you said, like more sense started to come into this and a lot of uh, judges and barristers and so on were saying, well, clearly, like you said, nobody has, there are no women... Or men, but again mostly women, who have the power to change the weather, or who are able to turn into cats, like these are ridiculous things to say. So he was put on trial and basically pretty much straight away he admitted that everything he'd said was a lie, that he learned the like easy to Who's retract that? pin trick. It's my
0: Is that Kincaid?
1: It's Kincaid. He's coming to get <laughs> oh my god. Me.
0: Um I'll get yeah. You. <laughs> so <laughs> you've got a cat on your lap, he's gonna accuse you of turning into a cat.
1: Yes. Uh the ghost of Kincaid. No, it's too late now. So sorry, 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 right. So too late. Uh, he's admitted that he was talking absolute rubbish, that he was using the same device that had like the sliding pin in it, that basically had no evidence of any of the two thousand seven hundred people. Oh, no, hold on, he's not 2,700, he's 660. But that's still an insanely large number. I had absolutely no evidence at all that any of these 660 people were witches, practiced witchcraft, had ever done anything wrong in their entire lives. But pretty much nothing happened, which is why I said he didn't really get his comeuppance. Uh, again, because he was a rich white Protestant, he was kind of just given a slap on the wrist and told, you know, oh, probably don't falsely trick people into killing people, stop being a dick, and he was like, ah, oh, sorry, lads, and then went home. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: exactly how it happened
1: so i've got like a funny story about a witch that i really enjoyed like learning about her but will we like do you want to jump onto you Yaz, and come back because i feel like um, i'm ignoring the witch men so do you want to bring the witchy men in
2: for us i thought a lot of men it was just more topics of discussion of stuff like see when i started reading about witches as well it was very much like well it's all about women as well um and you know, I'm usually sticking up for the women, but this time I'm like, oh, where's the guys and all this? Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of just brought me along stuff. I was like, well, everyone seems to use, like, Wicca and witches, like, really interchangeably as well. Um, and I was sort of just started reading about Wicca, which, like, to me in my head, they've always been the same thing. I've never really known the difference. Obviously, Wicca is a religion, but you can practice witchcraft without being part of that religion.
0: I think Wicca's not really think the the classic witchcraft persecution we're talking about is them accusing them of selling their souls to the devil or fraternizing or fornicating with the devil in order to harm other people whereas wiccan is more a pagan thing
2: yeah yeah so like that's what I found really interesting is that Mm -hmm. as today is there's still people that are wiccans and but people call them witches but it's just like that's not the same thing at all and I've always just same thing, which is probably really ignorant. But yeah, then that led me to the whole witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, like, what's the difference, like, completely, and the more I read, the more sexist I think it is as well, to be honest. <laughs> so, it's just, and it does come back This women are evil, and it's just, I feel like every topic we ever touch comes out as women are evil somehow, it's ridiculous. But yeah, so you've got witches, wizards, sorcerers, enchanters, magicians, mages, and warlocks also okay fall under the exact same character, uh, under the exact same category. So I just briefly to like the difference between them all. It's witches are women who to have evil and magic powers, who practice sorcery. Um, a woman, a woman has a self-belief that she's a witch. And there's this definition that anyone who practices witchcraft is called a witch, irrespective of what sex you are. However, a male would get called a warlock. So, like you said, people that were getting burned alive were witches. It's witch for warlock, it's fine. In that sense, they're evil, even though they're using magic, they're evil. But then if you look at a wizard, as, well as is a man supposed to have magic powers, word of wizard has had... So, like, with wizards, it's, you can either be, like, a good wizard or a bad wizard, but in general, they're not seen as evil people. They're just playing with magic. And well, I was thinking of
0: Marilyn, you know, Marilyn's yeah. the most famous wizard. Exactly. And, and And he trained or helped young Arthur become the king but he also trains in the mythology of it his sort of Arthur's half-sister who's apparently a fairy as well and she he taught her the the dark arts why the fuck would he do that I don't understand (laughs)
2: is like a witch for some reason has to be Morgan yeah that's right Morgan is is a witch but Mm -hmm. I don't get the difference between their two magic because a wizard is always seen as being someone good that's helping people. Like, you don't really get bad wizards
1: either. You yeah, doing? and, like, is witchcraft by definition not, like, using nature to influence things in a positive or negative way? So how mm-hmm. how is that different from Merlin uh, using yeah. natural products to influence things in a positive or negative way? Like, surely that's exactly the same thing.
2: Yeah, but then that's where it sort of led me into the wicca thing is where with wiccans you're it's all stuff that's in touch with nature and stuff like that but it does go into magic as well so you can be practicing magic as a wiccan but you're not a witch and you can be doing witchcraft as a witch but you're not mm, a wiccan
0: i don't and know I'm like, i think am like you i think it's one and the
2: same I, yeah but yeah because
1: surely as well could you not practice witchcraft as a wiccan if You
2: could, but you could practice witchcraft without being a Wiccan, because Wiccans draw on the energy of nature and the energy of the Lord and, what do they call it, the Lord and Lady. So they don't have, like, Wiccans don't have, like, like a Pope or a priest or anything like that, but, so they don't have, like, this one person that they follow, but they do draw on, like, spiritual beliefs and, like, like the spirits, almost. And I'm like, is that not freaking witchcraft? Pretty like, much. It's not the same thing um yeah but there's a lot of people online that are very very like adamant these are two different things and they're nothing to do with each other I mean,
0: there's um there's it's a wiccan different. temple in the vaults in edinburgh that oh, i've been to that, yeah I, that's so cool like yeah. i've not
1: been to it but yeah so they've cool. got a
0: stone circle where they perform rituals and stuff and, they, and you can have wiccan weddings there and stuff did you step in the circle i did yeah did that, that too um well me and (laughs) gary basically disrespected it because we went into the witch's circle and we started saying kumbaya my lord kumbaya my witch and stuff nothing happened oh man
1: but again nothing would happen because they don't believe in like no they said if you
0: if you if you went inside the stone circle yeah you'd get scratched or something like that that's what they said
2: yeah, they say that people come out at like big scratch marks on them. But like what was really creepy with the room next door is oh, like, you just when there was like the fire in Edinburgh. Yeah. It,
0: I felt it, something weird
2: it, in there. Yeah, that was creepy as fuck.
0: Did it's you find it was very oppressive and you felt yeah. like Yeah. It
2: felt like there was bad stuff in there. It was basically that bad, was bad. fire from and a lot of homeless people a lot of people went down into the vaults underground to like hide from the fire. But they like bicked themselves into rooms thinking, oh, that'll protect them from fire. But instead, basically, the fire baked them. It it actually
0: baked
2: them, and it was absolutely horrific. And they said that the firemen basically found all these bodies as just melted. Smith. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember like I don't know if they did this for you, but they split us up between like the girls and one Yeah, when we went down there, basically they split the girls on one side, the boys on one side, and they said that basically because of the way people had died in there and how awful it was that there were still evil spirits there and those spirits didn't like feeling any sort of affection between people because it would make them really angry. Um but they also put the lights off completely. Well, yeah, were I remember there. that. that was terrifying, it was so creepy. And then yeah, we went into the room with the with the wiccans and i was just i'm not standing in the circle it's way too scary and i don't think that's scary easily <laughs> See, i
0: like crazy. to just test things like maybe like foolishly because the other part of that room there was a bit or maybe it was the other side of the vaults because there's two sides and mm-hmm. one of the ones we went into he said there's a corner over there and there's a spirit of a woman and she doesn't like other women mm-hmm. so if you go into that corner she will hurt you or push you or something i immediately went into the corner
1: <laughs> to, to chase them me.
0: no <laughs> oh my god i'm confused
1: by the people getting scratched in the stone circle because if it was like a wiccan casting circle then the point of the circle is like to keep evil spirits out so surely yeah, if yeah. you're in the circle you're not going to be hurt in any way because it's the only place the evil spirits wouldn't be able to enter on Maybe the entire trip.
2: If you're evil, evil. yeah. Because it was quite a small circle in the middle of the room. It wasn't, like, Mm -hmm. the whole room. It was just, like, a wee bit for maybe two people to stand in. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah,
1: (laughs) that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wiccans is, like, I thought Wiccans were meant to be all, like, good and kind of at one with nature. But, like, I don't know. Nobody runs around nowadays going, oh, that person's a witch. But lots of people will say that they're part of the Wiccan Wiccan, religion.
0: Yeah,
1: I know a few people that are, like, Wiccan. (laughs)
0: I would say that maybe not so much over here, but like I said in the last podcast at the end, there are certain people probably in fundamentalist Christians in the United States and maybe in Africa and stuff that genuinely believe that witches are real.
2: <laughs> well, in North Africa, they definitely leave yeah,
0: and yeah. They, and
2: they curse each other and stuff. And it's just,
0: yeah. And they burn up. people or they do horrific yeah. things to children accusing them of being witches. It's just awful. And, and again in america there's i don't well obviously they, they don't kill people for being witches allegedly i don't know if they still do but they still think that i think they maybe link it more to satanism like they think witchcraft and satanism is one and the same thing
2: yeah but then they're not really linked because whether it's wiccan or witchcraft there's nothing about satan in there like wiccans seem to draw from like the lord and lady but there's nothing about Uh, like there's nothing about god and there's nothing about satan
1: the only thing that like i'm going to kind of touch on at the end of my favorite witch story but that kind of links to this is the lord or whatever he's called in the different versions of it always seems to have like either a crown made out of branches but the front of it is made to look like deer antlers or else he literally has deer antlers so there's like some people like some um, theologians that think that that's kind of where the crossover comes, because hmm. although the Lord's not as important as the lady anyway, yeah. but that kind of idea that, like, basically God's boyfriend has <laughs> horns on his hat, therefore it's a man <laughs> with horns, therefore you're worshipping Satan.
2: Oh, is that where the Satan thing? Well, yeah. yeah, the goat I mean, possibly,
1: era. like, that might be where the correlation comes in.
2: And there's a yeah. green
0: man, the old green man, who's, like, supposed to be one of the most ancient, sort of, like, witch symbols. Of nature.
1: Yeah, yeah him and him. he's like obviously instead of bones he has branches and instead of skin he has leaves, but quite often yeah. he's depicted with the branches coming up at the top of his sort of leafy face. Yeah, so again it's almost like, like he's got leaves. horns.
0: Yeah, and also what's interesting about the green man is that he's you can find loads of little um stone images of the green man in churches in Scotland. Yeah, um, sort of pre Protestant days like Melrose, uh, not Melrose Abbey, the yeah. famous one, Roslyn Chapel. I, I really recommend that anyone go there, it's fascinating. Yeah. There's really so amazing. many green men in that chapel, it's amazing.
2: It's such a pretty little chapel, it's
0: gorgeous. It's really,
1: really nice. And there's but then, do you think that's maybe because so there's the whole thing about like El Asherah, so like for. Well, the sort of earliest writings of like monotheistic gods, sometimes gods referred to as El, but theologians that have kind of researched old translations have found that very, very early translations gods actually referred to as El Asherah, and <laughs> there's here, like that. Middle Eastern gods I mean, that yeah. are. Sorry, in yes. Arabic,
2: like, El Asherah in, in Arabic would mean the Ten.
1: Ooh, Ooh. that's I interesting. what that means. Um, that's interesting as well because obviously there's the bits in like the in genesis where god who would have been el who do you think would have been el asherah refers to we so that's weird that it's the 10 but then the other thing is if you like split el asherah into el and asherah the like middle eastern sort of version of gaia is asherah and el was like her consort so like the middle eastern version of the green man so they think that and that would make sense as well if putting it together means like the 10 so there's this kind of theory that actually christianity or judaism or whatever it was that was like your sort of pre-judean judaism like first ever monotheistic ideas started in the middle east but really it was actually a writing about like a group of gods and they might have been led by like Asherah, who's like this version of gaia so it would still have been like mother earth nature worship and then she had this consort El, but then he would have been like the horned god anyway so
0: so effectively
1: like, that would mean that like uh, christianity is satanism well it i
0: was thinking like, are, are there right. any i don't sorry as but are I'm there sure. any sort of mentions of witchcraft in the quran or the bible there's lots of mentions of magic but not witches see that's interesting that interests yeah. me because there's not i don't think well i found one thing i don't know if mark if you can verify this but it's called the she was called the witch of endor apparently she's in the bible
1: like where the ewoks live
0: no that's what I, was I was like endor endor i've heard of that before and then that's right it's where the ewoks live <laughs> but it says in the old she's known from the old testament She's called the Witch of Endor, and she's known also as Biblical Medium of Endor. And according to legend, she was a medium who apparently summoned Prophet Samuel's spirit. Um, As the story goes, King Saul went to the Witch of Endor for answers about how to defeat the Philistines. The witch then summoned the ghost of the prophet Samuel, who didn't tell him how to defeat the Philistines, but prophesied that he would be defeated and join his three sons in the afterlife. Saul, who is wounded the next day in the battle, kills himself out of fear. And while the witch didn't technically make Saul kill himself, she certainly was an accessory. Well, not really. I mean, he killed
1: himself. No, so surely yeah. again, like she's a good character in that story because yeah, she's yeah. allowing them to commune with like another prophet. So yeah.
2: yeah. So I think she's more like a sorcerer or something. I don't think uh-huh. people use the word witch back then. Yeah. But there's people that can do magic and magicians.
1: So. Yeah, because witch would also be like, because there's quite a lot of that, with, like we've discussed before, that the Quran hasn't been, or at least hasn't been massively altered. It's like yeah. pretty much unaltered. And the Bible isn't. And I think every time the Bible's translated it's a bit slapdash like depending on what translation you look at it can be completely different so i think yaz is right that probably she would have been described as like a wise woman or a sorceress and then somebody's translated that as witch
0: jesus would be a witch then wouldn't he because he's performing all these like weird tricks like turning (laughs) water and wine and bringing people back from the dead that's necromancy
1: technically yeah like if you're using witch as a capital term for someone that has like supernatural powers then yeah i think the difference would be that whoever's translating it is choosing who they're wanting to call a witch and who they're not wanting yeah. to call a witch.
2: yeah yeah so that kind of like basically the stuff i was reading is like are you a witch are you a wizard are you a sorcerer and it's all these things where they would have came under sorcerer because it's usually like a powerful member of a family or someone it's sort of really well respected but does magic and you write the, like the bible and the Quran and everything's filled with it it's like all of Moses stories are all magicians and like people turning like a, a stick into a snake and the burning mm. bush it's all magic but nobody ever says the word witch because no. it's just I think that's much more of a modern term to yeah say that I, you're really like him, but.
0: yeah I think it is all to do yeah. it's all basically the Protestants fault <laughs> let's just blame it, for yeah. it is, it's their fault they're the ones that started it with the whole satanism and witches they're the ones that termed the coin like the term witch and defined it the definition of a classic sort of witch consorting with the devil dance naked living deliciously as black philip would say in the movie the witch
1: oh black philip oh black philip he's hot yeah again it's weird because i feel like yeah if you trace it back like it's kind of Protestantism pushing this idea of the witch and mistranslating things deliberately as witch and being like, and don't oh, like yeah. women if you're, communi- okay, if you're communing and using power, then you're evil. But like, you know, Protestantism broke off from Catholicism. Catholicism mm-hmm. broke off from Judaism. And Judaism has its roots in this worship of what I'm now going to imagine from your translation, Yaz, is like a pantheon of, I'm guessing, 10 gods led by asherah who's like the spirit of the earth and el who's like the natural horned god being so effectively protestants like a branch off of a branch off of a branch off of what they themselves consider to be witchcraft
2: the only thing i'd say about that el Asherah, like obviously i don't know if that's even what the word originally was but there's like the actual word for god is like eleh so i don't know if el actually came from eleh because that's that's actually what god or the god would be like but Allah then, is basically Eleh, that's where that word is.
1: Hmm. Asherah would be like a what, like maybe about in fact I think I wrote it down. I was gonna just guess a <laughs> random number there.
2: Or Yeah, they you think uh, it can be traced
1: back like about seven to nine thousand years? So, so it's
2: there's also the word elarsh. So I don't know if it's just been switched around and elarsh is basically like God's like the shade under God's throne oh. also comes from that as well. So it might come from that.
1: I don't know. i my just, head I just like, what did you go, which means that Asher is shady and I don't know. <laughs> <Shady>. <laughs> We're just talking about being shady. <laughs> You're shady. I was looking at... I see that's all really
2: interesting. Obviously. Is there any...
0: I mean, when I'm looking at... I was looking at witches and world mythology and folklore, you know, just to try and get it out of the sort of Western areas. Yeah. yeah. None of them remain. Yep. Interesting enough. And the first one, funnily enough, is Medusa. She's classed as a witch, apparently.
2: Even though she was cursed by a god. But yeah, yeah. If, any of the goody ones will be, and their guys will be wizards or sorcerers.
0: Because
2: mm. witch is basically a, a negative connotation. Even though they're doing the exact same thing as a wizard would be doing.
1: Or again, I think quite a lot of the prophets are, especially like, again, most of the prophets are male and some denominations, all of the prophets are male and they're like imbued with the power of God, which lets them control nature. But then yeah, if you're a woman that's communicating with the female aspect of God, which, yeah. you know, the Bible, the Torah, the Quran, all say that obviously God basically isn't male or female. God's like a reflect or you're a reflection of God. So surely if you're a woman and you're communing with the female aspect of God, and that's giving you natural powers. Then you're just a prophet. Like, why or if you're your a man family. are you a prophet, and or if you're a woman family. you're a witch? And yeah.
0: Yeah, like the weird sisters in Macbeth. They're they're yeah. not actually called witches. They're just called weird sisters. But yeah. they're always associated with like your classic witch, kind of old hags, the with the bubble trouble. I don't know what was it they said. They're, they're Rubble, sort bubble, of toy bubble toy bubble, bubble toil and, and trouble. trouble. That's what they say. Yeah. Whereas actually. The, the Weird Sisters are, they're they're like the Fate, the Sisters of Fate. Ooh. So that's where the word weird means in that context. And they basically just act as agents of destruction and, cor- like, basically to send Macbeth into a spiral of corruption and paranoia and to send all of Scotland to war just to take Stop. one man out of power. But they're not really witches. I think maybe they're just, like, sort of prophets, like you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like they are it.
1: not doing anything bad. They're given the ability to tell you what mm-hmm. has happened, what is happening and what's yet to come. So that's not them doing anything evil. And again, if it was like a male, like Christian Muslim Jewish figure in history and they were given the ability by God to tell you what's to come, then they'd be a prophet. They wouldn't be an yep. evil hag man. <laughs> 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 ah, hagman.
0: I found a witch what? in Russian folklore. Because I was wondering about Russian witches, because they didn't kill any witches, apparently. They didn't prosecute no. anyone as a witch. And maybe this is why, because they have a figure called Baba Yaga.
1: I love Baba oh. Yaga.
0: Have you heard oh, of her?
1: No. Yeah, I'm a massive Baba Yaga fan. Oh, when I was brilliant. a wee kid, I had a Baba Yaga figure. Did you? Are you Yeah. <laughs> I'll see if I can like, maybe get my parents to find it somewhere. It might still be in the house. Like, oh, I actually amazing. love her.
0: Yeah, so she is... Uh, she's quite fierce looking so she's got iron teeth she's got bony legs uh, because she's got a ferocious appetite but she's fin as a skeleton lucky bitch and and, um, in Russia that means Baba Yaga Kostinyaya Noga which means like she's fin as a skeleton basically her nose is so long that it rattles against the ceiling of her hut when she snores stretched out in all directions upon her ancient brick oven she is not a conventional witch. She doesn't wear a hat and she's never been seen on a broomstick. She travels perched in a large mortar with her knees almost touching her chin and pushes herself across the forest floor with a pestle. Like <laughs> a, a pestle and mortar. <laughs> Whenever she appears on the scene, a wild wind begins to blow. The trees around creak and groan and leaves whirl through the air, shrieking and wailing, a host of spirits often accompanying her on her way. She's somewhat a secretive lady in spite of the din she makes. She sweeps away all the traces of herself with a broom made of silver birch and she can also fly through the air in the same manner. So then maybe that's where the idea of witches on brooms came from. Because they don't talk about witches on brooms back in the Witchfinder general days. They talk about witches traveling on a sieve, but Mm -hmm. not on a broom. That comes from Baba Yaba. It doesn't say she does anything bad or anything. She's just like, I don't really know what she does she seems a bit like the other one i mentioned the at the very start of the podcast the the alps witch who was associated yeah. to turn stuff like that and she looks like an old hag <laughs> baba yaga is basically the same oh my god you need to show me that picture um statue of baba yaga if you still got it did, see, did
1: you get say that again sorry how
0: did you come to like be a fan of baba yaga
1: mark i'm you like literally for as long as i can remember i've always been a massive fan of mythology i used to collect like mythological like statues and like books about mythology from like <laughs> literally before i can remember like all my life i've had <laughs> stuff like that i just love <laughs> myths <laughs> so cool. should i tell you about uh, my favorite witch that i found yeah let's round
0: it off with that
1: cool. so I was looking into... So basically this witch, Isabel Gowdy, came up because... or Sorry, that's not even... Is it Gowdy, I think she, pronounced, she pronounces when I was chatting to her? Uh, uh, Isabel Gowdy. Uh, and the reason that I found out about her is when I was reading about what happened to John Kincaid and about his trial, I read that it's also notable because three days after his trial, Isabel uh, Gowdy made her confession. So obviously reading that, I was like and she is. So (laughs) I started looking into her. She's great. In 1662, John Kincaid's trial took place. Roughly at the same time, new guidelines were made uh, based on the fact that 2,700 people had been executed for no reason, and these new guidelines were brought into place. So the laws were changed. The Act of... 1563 the witchcraft act was revoked and they looked into like more sane laws um on treating people even if they were nature worshipers to say well actually you're allowed to do that and it was three days after this all occurred that isabel Goldie, as, I, as i've <laughs> noted to myself here started to get in about it by telling <laughs> everyone who about herself now that she had some witchy freedom. So basically, three days after this happened, Isabel went to her town hall and she confessed to being a witch. This was all (laughs) documented. Why she decided to confess to being a witch then, like, I have no idea. She wasn't put under any pressure to do it. Nobody had accused her of being a witch. She genuinely just turned (laughs) up at her town hall and was like, all right, bitches, I'm a witch. (laughs) (laughs) So she was asked questions about being a witch. She said that she was in a uh, thirteen-person coven. Everyone in her coven was also a woman. She said that she wasn't like hadn't been a practicing witch herself, but one of her friends, who's called Janet, and this is important, right? So her pal Janet had introduced her to the coven. So she said she'd been a practicing witch now for a while. They said, "All right, well, what happens in this coven?" She said, "Well, Janet introduced me to a being that I can only describe as the devil." When Janet introduced me to him, uh, he showed me his book, basically her and the devil got talking, about his book that he was letting her have a look through. She said... <laughs> sorry, I really enjoyed this bit. So they said, oh, what did you talk about? And she said, like, she became the devil's favourite. She called him devil, and he liked to call her Janet, which oh, is the name nice. of her pal. <laughs> <laughs> so his nickname for her was the name of her pa- pal that he already knew. Um, <laughs>
0: Maybe he's just, like, Papa Lazaro and he just calls everyone Janet, regardless of what they're called.
1: I was like, that was my theory either. He calls all of all 13 members Janet. Or I thought maybe, like, Isabel and Janet just to alike and this devil, who, again, isn't really the devil, she just, that's the name she gave to him. But I was like, maybe he was just drunk and she looks like Janet. And he was like, Janet, come and talk to me about my book yeah. again. And she was like, okay. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I like... men call everyone Bob or Jim.
1: I can't hear what you're saying. T- I know you're talking, Yaz, but it's like a tiny wee noise.
2: No, I didn't say anything.
1: Okay, well then I can okay, be bored, and I'm terrified. I heard it's it. It's Janet. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Janet slash Isabel. Hi, Janet. So they asked her, like, basically you didn't know his name. How did you know he was the devil? And she said, well, he was tall, he was hairy, he had a dark complexion, and he had dark hair, and he was always wearing nice shoes, unless he was a deer. <laughs>
2: I mean, this guy's sounding a bit hot, so I'm not yeah. really sure what
1: it's like. So basically, he was like some big, sexy North African guy, but sometimes he was a deer, <laughs> which you know sounds ideal. They said, uh, "Have you communed with the devil?" And she said, "Yes." Uh, she that was gonna Again, I'm putting quotes here in my notes. She said, "Yes, i banged the devil." Don't imagine she did say that. Think I might be misquoting her there. But anyway, she said, "Yeah, I banged the devil." She said, "Yeah." He had the nicest, longest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? And then she said, some people might not like it because his penis is scaly, but when he <laughs> comes, it's like a mountain spring. Very refreshing. <laughs> I really want to go and see her stand up. Like, She seems great. <laughs> Stuck in the devil's seat so they said can you tell us anything else about like when you were communing with this being you call the devil and she said yeah uh, he took me which goes back to what you were saying earlier leslie he took me to one of the mounds mm-hmm. uh we entered one of the mounds and there was an underground kingdom it was full of beings that looked like elves and yeah. uh, they made arrows and he and i helped them make the arrows which sounds like a fun date
0: so he could just be one of the fairy people yeah because they did say that when you went down and you visited on the fairy land that it was all this like lovely spring fields and magical and like a, one big fun tea party
1: and that's basically in fact literally goes on to that so yeah. they said what sort of other things did you do with them she said sometimes we he turned us both into hares uh once he turned us both into crows and we flew together she said when she was unwell he healed her And she said that also, when they were down there, that the elves would have tea parties. And once he took her to a very special tea party, he introduced her to a woman that he called his queen. Um, And she said that basically she looked like she was kind of part of the plants and stuff around about her. So she thought she was a fairy. Uh, She called her the queen of the fairies and the queen of the fairies let her and him stay for dinner. And they had a a very nice time.
2: I want to join this coven.
1: Yeah, it sounds great but what i thought was really interesting (laughs) about it well
2: yes they not just think she was a bit crazy she could
0: not i mean nowadays people would think she was loopy
1: i wouldn't i think she's talking perfect sense (laughs) (laughs) but the interesting thing is that there are records throughout britain mostly in scotland of several other women who have made at points in her confession word for word identical confessions to her that were recorded as well uh, including a woman on Butte who made pretty much word for word the exact same confession three weeks before Isabel did wow. with all the same stuff. So they met, not necessarily, she didn't use the words devil, but she said she'd joined the coven. She'd been introduced to this man. He was tall and dark and sexy and hairy. Uh, he had the power to turn into a deer that he'd taken her into a hill and she'd met these elves and he talked about his queen. So so basically I think he's real. <laughs> That's the moral of this story. <laughs>
0: join that
1: club and yeah. then i thought it was really interesting because he's like this horned man that can turn into a goat yeah. and he's got this queen and she's part of nature so i was like again it's like the lord and lady thing and the Ashura and el thing and like mm-hmm. gaia and her consorts and like the green man and it all just seems kind of same same sounds That's like a cool. great fun time thought- what happened yeah. to her
0: though do we know
1: Well, nothing, because it was no longer illegal, so she was allowed to...
0: Seriously, they didn't burn
1: her, bang her as a witch? No. They had a recording of her. I mean, to be fair, I imagine if she'd lived in... It kind of depended where you lived, I think. If she'd lived in certain places, she would still have been burned as a witch by a mob, but neither her or actual Janet were harmed. They were just left to it because the laws had changed, and if you wanted to bang... Yeah, you know which she. Could the magical be. man, you were allowed to bang some I, mean, I suppose the when,
0: maybe she wouldn't have, like, maybe he didn't tell her his name, but, like, maybe the only word she could think of for him would be, like, the devil, because that's basically all she known yeah, about. Devilish, like, it. Yeah. <laughs> devil has the best penis, apparently.
1: I also found it really interesting, other than the fact that, like, other people have given really similar stories, mm-hmm. that was obviously all round about the same time, but. There's reports of that kind of pairing of like this powerful woman, and like you said, Leslie, sometimes a powerful woman that's depicted as three women and mm-hmm. that's like in, attached to nature in some way, and her like lesser consort that's like male and has horns going back at least 9,000 years in Britain and possibly up to 13,000 years in uh, like sort of North Africa, the Middle East, and South Asia so it's like an insanely old again if you're kind of wicca as you said jazz yes, is like a religion it's like one of the oldest religious beliefs is this idea of this woman that can appear in three forms in her horned consort
0: see i'd love that i think i would buy that more so if i was to have a religion that would be it and tapping into that sort of ancient magic that was around then rather than being stuck in sort of dogmatic Things like just yeah. tap into ancient nature and magic. Like people have sex magic, which I find pretty cool. You know, at the point of the like orgasm. Intro? Well, similar. No, not quite. I mean, you you can masturbate, and you don't necessarily have to have someone else with you. But at the point of orgasm, then that's when you're you're most powerful, and you're sort of releasing energy into the world, into the universe, and then they give it back to you about whatever you want.
1: Sorry, I'm just now thinking back to her saying again, it's like a mountain spring. Refreshing. There
0: you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that ends the podcast quite nicely. And I think in conclusion, I really like witches. And I feel sorry for all those poor people that weren't obviously witches and didn't experience the magic of the underworld <laughs> who were hung just because they thought they were ugly or didn't like their, their house. Yeah. I also think
1: witches are great because all of them were either people who worship nature or people who, yeah, were women that were just a little bit cooler than everyone else. And also, I really like the idea of joining a religion where there's some sort of aloof, sexy woman that's in charge, but also sometimes a hot guy shows up. (laughs) Like, cool. Yes. She's paused herself again. Oh, God, she's gone. No.
0: (laughs) Yes. It's Kincaid. He's gone. Kincaid's gone. Bye.
1: Yeah. Well I guess that means it's your turn to pick a number list. Oh, right. well, well
0: what are the numbers again? What ones have we chosen already? I can't
1: We've chosen so since we've updated the list, we've only chosen witches and Jurassic Park genetic engineering madness. Oh, okay. So we've got twelve still to do.
0: Uh, how about number eight?
1: Famous Exorcisms.
0: <gasps> Brilliant. That sounds good. Famous exorcisms. I'm very sceptical about exorcists, but although I did have an experience, weird experiences watching the film The Exorcist, but I don't know whether that was just psychological or genuinely supernatural. I have no idea. Or if I somehow made something happen with my brain. Fuck it, we'll talk about it next week. Yes. And Yasmin, I don't know what's happened. She seems to have been petrified in some weird way. Someone's put a magic spell on her.
1: Maybe the uh, consort of the Queen of the Earth is uh, coming wester away for a, a fun time of turning into crows.
0: A fun tea party? Yeah. Oh, I want to turn into a crow and fly about. Sounds great.
1: I think I'd rather, of the options of what you can turn you into, I think I quite like the idea of turning into a hare. I mean, flying about would be fun, but i just quite like to be a hare for the day.
0: Okay, well, you be a hare, and then I'll be a bird of prey, and I'll come down, swoop down, and carry you off and eat you.
1: Well, that would ruin my day. Stop being
0: so cruel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the Janets get you.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, and just right, to say, uh, if you want to interact with us, thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook at Crystal Myth Group, or again, you can find us on Twitter at podcast underscore myth. I think that's definitely it, isn't it? Have you checked
1: it out? I don't think you're on Twitter, are you, Mark?
0: No, I'm not. Probably but I
1: believe you. <laughs> 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 and that's the main thing.
0: It is. Yeah, at podcast underscore myth. Or you can just look up on Twitter, Crystal Myth Podcast, and we should appear. You'll see our podcast logo on there. So give us a follow. And, yeah, comment, whatever. If you want to troll us, I don't really give a shit. Just say hi. All right. So I'll just say goodbye on behalf of Yasmin and okay. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Crystal. Me. Crystal